Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. I hope I do podcasts as long as I did the radio shows twice a week for 22 years or so. Really enjoyed that. Love doing podcasts. Thanks to all the people who are loyal, faithful listeners and even people who only listen once um, in a while or I hear a lot of people go and look at the topics and just listen to the topics. So that's great too. Welcome everyone. Our first story comes today from a lovely customer who broke her ankle last year and two weeks ago or so she broke her tendon in the ankle area. Uh, She said literally it was ripped from the bone and it was on uneven pavement. So, you know, word to the wise, if you look down and you see uneven pavement, hold on to somebody or take your time. Go like a turtle, slowly. So she had surgery and the doctor who did the surgery said she would be out of commission for six to 12 weeks and she had to go to a new job. So she had 12 days. That's all the time she had. The good news is that she got released to walk on it in a, I think she said an air cast or something. Uh, But the, the healing was well underway. Her program, 15 grams of vitamin C a day, that's 15 1,000 milligram tablets of buffered time-release vitamin C that you can find at Herbs to Your Health, 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Greensburg. Our phone number is 724-836-7440, or you can find it on our website, www.herbstoyourhealth.net. 12 skeletal strength, not the most I've heard. Uh, People have taken 16 a day. 10,000 IUs of vitamin D3, that's just two little teeny tiny capsules. Aloe vera juice, Tygo, zinc, and krill with vitamin K2. You know, if you break something, especially if you're uh, older, I don't know, 56, that sounds pretty young to me. Um, but did you know between the ages of 38 and 88, generally speaking, people lose 50% of bone and 50% of muscle gone away. So between 38 and 88 and even beyond 88, uh, we really need to feed our body the raw materials, the nutrients it needs, so that you don't lose 50% of bone and muscle. And for heaven's sakes, let's not break anything. Bone fracture can be a classic catastrophic event. It can create a, a deadly downward spiral. So first it causes immobility that makes people vulnerable to pneumonia. But bone fracture also creates systemic inflammation that can thrust an otherwise healthy person into a degenerative state that can manifest as stroke, dementia, or other age-related pathology. 
Had these people been able to avoid the initial bone fracture, they would have lived much longer in good health. Calcium and vitamin D is not enough to maintain optimal bone density in the later years. What are the later years? I don't know. I say 75 is middle age, but I know people in their 60s who are not in optimal health and have broken shoulders and broken elbows and broken ankles and arms and that kind of describes them. Um, most people are unaware of the magnitude of bone loss suffered by men and women as they age. Like I said, 50% of bone and 50% of muscle goes bye-byes between 38 and 88 unless you counteract it. And how many times have I heard people say, I took uh, calcium and I still had a broken bone. Well, you know, the truth is people who just take calcium supplements still suffer fractures that cripple and create ancillary pathological conditions. What do strong bones need? Minerals, boron, magnesium, zinc, ionic minerals, manganese, in addition to calcium and vitamin D3 and should be in far higher doses than found in typical multivitamin formulas, along with a lot of vitamin K2, men need to maintain their testosterone in youthful ranges, DHEAM, and women should achieve a youthful balance of estrogen and progesterone, DHEAF. Here's why hormones strengthen the bones. Bone skeletal building cells called osteoblasts are directed by testosterone in men and progesterone in women to take up minerals from the blood and incorporate those minerals into the bone matrix. Adequate estrogen is needed by women and men to stimulate their other skeletal cells called osteoclasts to remove older osteoporotic bone so that the osteoblasts can pull in minerals to build new stronger bone. It sounds complicated, right? But the body knows what to do with the, the nutrients. All you have to do is put them into your body. Simple, right? So, but if you're um, over the age of, well, 50-year-olds, let's just say a 50-year-old has only 25% of the DHEA, which is the mother of all hormones, than a 25-year-old. So, you know, even at 50, you really better, um, I don't say hormone replacement, that's an, that nasty. So do not go to a doctor to get hormones. Um, synthetic hormones are, are, you know, that's like asking for cancer and heart disease. And people who go and get HGH, human growth hormone injected. Yeah, not really sure about that. In fact, I would say no thank you uh, because it is most likely synthetic. Anyway, it, it, you don't have to lose your hormones. Um, 
but if you do, the result is significant loss of bone density that can culminate in osteoporosis and bone fractures. A woman who is 46 years old told me recently, a few days ago, uh, that she's in full-blown menopause and the doctor told her that she has um, the body of a 70-year-old woman and she works out constantly. She goes to the gym five, six days a week for more than an hour a day. So that's not the answer either, folks, going to the gym. Anyway, um, <clears throat> calcium plays critical roles throughout the body that are strict, strictly regulated by vitamin K2. If there is not enough calcium in the blood, guess what? The body pulls it from the bones and the teeth, which is why old people have weak bones and maybe some teeth or no teeth or weak teeth. Um, <clears throat> anyway, it, the body has to do that. The body has to be in homeostasis so that these other critical functions are met such as electrolyte balance needed to keep your heart beating. As people age, they suffer an imbalance in their calcium regulating proteins that result in too much calcium being removed from bone and deposited into arteries and brain cells um, and heart valves and other places that it's not supposed to be. Uh, I was just gonna say something, okay, I'll remember. Anyway, the calcium regulating proteins are controlled by vitamin K2. When you take vitamin K2, calcium stays in the bone to maintain youthful density while keeping it out of brain cells and arteries where it causes disease. Interestingly, there is no danger for healthy people taking vitamin K2 because the body will use enough of it to ensure healthy clotting. It will not cause abnormal clots to form in blood vessels. Um, what I was gonna say was people who just take calcium without the other cofactors end up with it going in the wrong places. Um, but if you're looking to improve your bone health, chances are you've been focusing on calcium and vitamin D. Hopefully you're focusing on vitamin D3. People still come into the shop and say, I get a vitamin D2 shot from my doctor. Well, that's synthetic, body can't really use much of it. So just take the vitamin D3 with C iodine. It helps your thyroid as well. And as I always say, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, and some people are decades, uh, I say that everything is connected, which it is. You can't uh, carve up the body, say I'm gonna you know, go to my heart doctor and my gastroenterologist, and then I'll go to my osteo, or you know, the bone doctor, and then I'll go to the hormone doctor, and then I'm gonna to go to the skin doctor. You, you get my drift. This, the body is holistic with the W, W-H-O-L-E, whole. Uh, holistic doesn't have the E in it, as you know. Anyway, we look at the whole body, and when you 
take enough nutrition and probably well more than you think you need, uh, the body knows what to do with it. And when the body has enough, it's gonna leave you alone. So when you walk, you don't feel it in your back or your knees or you're uh, trying to sleep. Oh, I can't sleep. Oh, I can't eat. You know, I hear this all the time. Um, it's important to be able to eat because if, <clears throat> if you can't eat, how are you going to take your supplements? I'm just saying. So um, <clears throat> zinc is really, really important. Uh, for your bones, it's not only good for your bones, be, well, first of all, it acts as a cofactor during bone formation by regulating enzymatic activity in several metabolic processes, such as the regulation of collagen, and, <clears throat> excuse me, and elastin cross-linking, and osteoblast activity itself. Um, zinc is part of a crucial trio with manganese and copper that work together to form SOD, superoxide dismutase, which is a vital enzymatic antioxidant. And there's another enzyme called alkaline phosphatase that needs zinc in order to function properly. It boosts the bone building activity Zinc is actually present in bone itself. Um, it's found in mineral crystals that account for 50% of your bone's weight. And for heaven's sakes, if you don't eat because you don't have any appetite and you can't taste your food, to me that says you have had a zinc deficiency for, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of time, long, long time. So in order to come up to normal and then beyond, you, you have to take a lot, but just not one thing. As we know, zinc is known for its immune-boosting properties. It's also essential in the important role it plays in bone remodeling. It's a cofactor for bone formation. It inhibits bone resorption and helps form protective bone antioxidants. As I said, it's one of the minerals that comprises your bones. A good vision depends on the interplay between zinc and vitamin A. These two nutrients work together to sense light and send nerve impulses in the brain. Um, zinc deficiency is found in, you know, people who don't like to eat. Um, anorexics. <laughs> uh, so it, how do you know if you're zinc deficient? You get sick all the time uh, or you get colds or flu or you're un, unfocused and forgetful. Several studies have shown a link between zinc deficiency and memory. Scientists at Duke University and MIT found that zinc is vital for controlling the efficiency of nerve cells in the hippocampus, a brain region that regulates memory. If you have troubled skin, acne, rashes, all arise from suboptimal zinc levels. If your hair is thinning, um, so, you know, I say take them all. Um, skeletal strength, 
one of our big sellers at Herbs to Your Health. It's specially formulated to provide not just calcium, but all of the key nutrients, the cofactors necessary to build healthy bones. It doesn't only prevent osteoporosis and arthritis, it helps to heal broken bones and aid bone development. So all of those uh, minerals are in there that we need, such as calcium and phosphorus and magnesium, zinc, copper, manganese, potassium, boron, some vitamins, A, D, C, B12, B6, hydrochloric acid, HCL. Um, you know, that is critical to the absorption of calcium and other minerals. It helps the body absorb the minerals and skeletal strength. And then horsetail, which is known for its silica content, which makes me think of HSNW, that's another um, uh, formula, herb formula that will, combination that will help heal broken bones. And then the hair, skin, and nails formula, different from HSNW, um, has bioactive collagen peptides that supports the skin's extracellular matrix. It stimulates collagen and elastin formation, encourages skin suppleness and elasticity, but also helps broken bones. Um, silica or silicon uh, is a mineral that is vitally important to maintain healthy collagen, strong and youthful hair, skin, and nails, and bones. And aloe vera juice, she's drinking that along with Tygo, the antioxidant beverage. Um, aloe vera juice, well, the plant, the aloe vera plant, for medicinal and therapeutic purposes dates back over 4,000 years. The, uh, it's 99% water, right? But it, the, the, then it has <clears throat> small amounts of more than 75 constituents, including vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and polysaccharides. The combined actions of these substances help explain the numerous health benefits, including it being anti-inflammatory, hypoglycemic, which is blood sugar lowering, and lipid reducing, reducing of blood fats like a triglycerides effect. Um, I'm thinking of the woman who had has cholesterol of 250, Honestly, um, 250 is not high. And then they give me the song and dance about, well, my doctor says the bad, the bad cholesterol is the high one. That's the bad, the bad one. You know what? Cholesterol is good for you. So please do not demonize something that the body needs. Okay, that's number one. Number two, cholesterol is a symptom of inflammation. So I would just be taking a lot of anti-inflammatories, including aloe vera juice is one, Tygo is another one. Um, she took the, the drug for a week and got very, very sick. 
and went back to the doctor and said, I can't take that drug. And he said, oh, you're a really great candidate for the shot. We're gonna give you a shot. And I said to her, did you read about it? She did not. Did you Google or Bing the side effects of it, the nasty effects? No. I said, do you care about them? She said, no, she didn't. And I said, well, do you watch TV? I know you watch TV because I don't even pay attention to the commercials for drugs, but I even heard the, the drug commercial. And there was a, 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 you know, a laundry list of nasty effects. I don't know why you'd wanna put bad stuff into your body. Um, anyway, the poly polysaccharides in aloe vera juice it exhibit antioxidant, immunostimulating, antibacterial, antiviral, and anti-tumor properties. In particular, um, a, one of the polysaccharides has been shown to enhance immune system cells and immune system function by stimulating the production of various white blood cells as well as interferon, a powerful immune substance that fights viral infection by inhibiting viral growth. Uh, aloe vera also contains enzymes that inhibit pain and inflammation. Aloe vera is anti-inflammatory. It is used in the treatment of inflammatory bowel disease and ulcers and um, you know, small intestine, colon, whatever your digestive issue is, even ulcerative colitis, aloe vera juice will help. And there are um, several trace minerals in aloe vera that possess blood sugar lowering properties really good reason to be on a program, a supplement program, and take your supplement program every single day. Um, just heard from a customer that even looking at my supplements makes me feel better. And that's the truth. That's the truth. You know how when you think of food, you salivate or you smell, um, food cooking in your kitchen and it makes you salivate like oh i'm excited well that's what looking at bottles of supplements does can you imagine how good they'll make you feel once you take them i don't know why people make excuses second story comes from a 75 year old who added noni juice to his program reduced prostate to normal size from enlarged. It took him one and a half years because he had it a long time, like 20 years. Uh, also, he gave up red meat, so good for you. I mean, that's your choice. Your body, your choice. I'm just saying, think about, be mindful about what you put in it. We always wanna put in the good stuff, take out the bad stuff, but it's not only what you eat and drink, it's what you watch on TV, who you hang out with, what you read, the websites you go to, um, you know, what your thoughts basically. And uh, I was just thinking recently that 
I practice censorship. So you can practice censorship too. All you have to do is not listen. So just turn it off. I had all the news channels removed from my TV, my cable TV service. Don't watch news. When people have CNN on the, in the background all day long, they are, generally speaking, the ones I know, sad, worried, fearful. You know, let's not introduce that. Anyway, Noni is also known as Moringa. It's uh, revered. It's known in 82 countries by 210 different names. Uh, we call it Noni or Moringa. It says Moringa on the bottle. It can be used from uh, everything from inflammation to skin infections to liver dysfunction. It's a treatment for more than 300 conditions, including some of the common so-called diseases of aging these days. Although diabetes and cancer, the first two that come to mind, are not necessarily diseases of aging anymore. Younger and younger people have it. Um, it's also good for stress and anxiety and a weakened immune system. So um, for men, you know, prostate problems. Um, he said that his, this gentleman, 75 years old, said that his doctor told him that prostate issues are something that just happened with age, and that was like when he was in his mid-50s. But, but the prostate should provide a lifetime of trouble-free performance. The problem is that the modern, nutritionless, sad, standard American diet lacks the vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients the prostate needs to survive. The um, diet our ancestors ate was full of protectors called phytosterols. So noni juice is rich in phytosterols, which are potent antioxidants that can reduce inflammation and improve blood fl flow, which helps maintain healthy tissue in your prostate and urinary tract and everywhere, to tell you the truth. Uh, there was a new study that elaborates the connection between red meat and cancer. Uh, it was published in the journal Cancer Discovery, found specific patterns of DNA damage caused by diets high in red meat. The study elucidated how a high consumption of red meat damages health. Um, <clears throat> but the, okay, what I kind of didn't agree with, um, they said to focus on healthier proteins like chicken, fish, and even lab-grown meat. Oh my goodness, if you didn't have nausea before you started listening to me, uh, chicken is the dirtiest thing around. Uh, fish, we love our animals, but fish, you know, that's they're polluted from the oceans. And lab-grown meat, I don't even know what that is. Um, if you want to eat red meat, 
if it, if it were me, here's what I would do. I would go to the farmer and say, hey, I know your cows eat grass, but what do you put on the grass? And then what other kind of feed do you give them? Can I read about that? Anyway, it, um, if you eat organic, pasture-raised red meat, as long as it's in moderation and accompanied by other healthy foods, uh, plant-based diet, and not the uh, plant-based meats that are becoming increasingly popular. If you, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry, I pressed the wrong button. I didn't mean for you guys to hear me cough. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, if you read the labels, there are so many chemicals in those. Um, anyway. We don't need unhealthy ingredients like, you know, things that you can't pronounce, things that you have no idea what they are. Again, I apologize. I have a special microphone that allows me to press the button like that and clear my throat, uh, but I pressed the wrong button first time. So, sorry. Okay, a customer who was in the hospital, I don't know, about a month ago with pneumonia and COVID uh, got home and then had to go back, more pneumonia, uh, added cordyceps to the program, doing much better. So there are six powerful health benefits of cordyceps. It's... Um, an extremely rare combination of a caterpillar and a fungus. It's found in altitudes above 14,000 feet in the Himalayas. Um, <clears throat> first of all, it helps to manage blood sugar levels, which is really convenient for him. Um, he keeps his blood sugar really at a good level with no pharmaceuticals. Cordyce Cordyceps supports heart health, um, it prevents much of the metabolic da damage in both the livers and hearts and kidneys and it's the third benefit is that it supports kidney health it helps to maintain blood levels of creatine and urea and total blood protein and calcium within normal levels it supports the immune system. It has those polysaccharides in. It helps maintain lymphocyte and macrophage function. Um, and it helps to combat fatigue. So it's an, another uh, grow old without aging supplement. It will add years to your life and life to your years, as will all of the supplements and herbs to your health. And a 68-year-old, final story, um, kicked a two-day headache with ginger. And here's a study. It was a double-blinded, randomized, controlled clinical trial with participants. Compared ginger to Imitrex, one of the top-selling sell billion-dollar drugs in the treatment of migraines. <laughs> This is the ridiculous part. The researchers used one-eighth of a teaspoon of powdered ginger versus a standard dose of the drug. 
the results, ginger came out on top. Um, they were, but you know, they had best the best results um, and zero negative side effects. With the drug, people reported dizziness, a sedative effect, vertigo, and heartburn. So um, they say when you feel a migraine coming on, you can mix one-eighth of a teaspoon of powdered ginger and water. Oh, my goodness. That's like spitting in the ocean. But what they say is sticking to an eighth of a teaspoon is not only up to 3,000 times cheaper than the drug, uh, but you're probably less likely to end up as a case report yourself of people who have died of a heart attack or died suddenly after taking the drug. And also amazingly, ginger can be 10,000 times stronger than chemotherapy at fighting cancer. So our friend ginger supplement, herb, um, plant in bottles, in capsules on our shelves, sells out, uh, I wanna say the most frequently, but they all sell out very frequently. Thank you very much for listening and so much for me pressing the wrong button on the microphone. Um, thank you for joining me for another podcast. I will be back with you soon. Have a wonderful day and happy birthday, Valerie. Bye.